The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The Gear Shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just the place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweaters and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The Gear Shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The Gear Shop has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll have plenty of options. What I'm saying is, the Hood College Gear Shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer-branded clothing needs. So next time you're in wit, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Chris Nally, in the name of this podcast, All About the Action, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood-branded merch. But listen to the show first. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All About That Action. I'm your host, Chris Nally. Since the last episode, there's been all sorts of crazy things that have gone on in this sports world. The MLB playoffs have started. We're in the week five of the NFL season. So come along with me as we go through a very detailed recap of all things going on in the NFL and MLB. We'll look at some scores, go over some games, do some reviews, all that kind of stuff. We'll do the normal, not gambling advice. And to wrap it all up like normal, We'll have our IPA tasting session, go over some of the beers I've been drinking lately, go over some of the recommendations that have been sent to me since last time. It'll be great. All right, let's hop right into it. All right, first things first, Thursday night game in the NFL, Bears versus Commanders. I'm sad to say I actually attended this game in person as my beloved Washington Commanders fell to the Bears 40-20. to It was quite an embarrassing performance to be at in person. Lots of Bears fans chanting, let's go Bears. We were completely overrun. The Commanders fall to 2-3 and three on the year as Ron Rivera is struggling for some job security. The Bears go to 1-4 and four as Justin Fields proves why he was a top 10 pick. And the Bears won their first game in almost a year. The Bears moved to 1-4 and four on the year and are still debatably the worst team in the NFL. Costly time for the Commanders to lose a game as they were just gaining some ground in the NFC East. The Jaguars took on the Bills in the London series on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. This was a great game as well with the Jaguars winning their second straight game, both in London and them beating one of the best teams in the NFL in the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen struggled to get anything going as Trevor Lawrence made some great plays when it mattered to allow the Jaguars to pull away from the Bills. Next game of the week is the Colts and the Titans. The Colts moved to 3-2 and two as they best the Titans 23-16. to 16. Rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson suffers an AC joint injury as this is his second injury of the year, and the, the Colts are continuing to worry about his overall health and if he will be able to play more than 10 games in a season. Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans are off to a slow start as they are 2-3 and three and hoping for a quick turnaround. The next game on the schedule is the Falcons and the Texans. The Falcons won 21-19. However, they dominated time of possession, first downs, total yards, passing yards, and rushing yards, although it was a slim victory. The Lions bested the Panthers 42-24 as rookie Bryce Young continues to struggle and the Lions proved to be one of the best teams in the NFL under Dan Campbell and Jared Goff. The Patriots fall to the Saints 34-0, which is surprising. This is one of the worst Bill Belichick-led teams in recent memory, and people are starting to question if he's on the hot seat. 
Newsflash, he's not. Derek Carr continues to find success down in the bayou as Mac Jones and Bill Belichick can't seem to put anything together. At the beginning of the year, I wondered if this was going to be the turnaround season for Bill Belichick and the Patriots since Tom Brady left. Believe it or not, I didn't think it could ever get this bad. The defense is terrible, Mac Jones can't seem to throw the ball to the right team, and Belichick has seemed to lose all of the magic he had with Brady. Quite a disappointing start to the season. Maybe they will turn it around, but if it continues this way, he may be looking for a new job. The Dolphins took on the Giants and bested them 31-16 as the Dolphins stay red hot and the Giants may be proving that they could have been frauds last year with Daniel Jones and first year coach Brian Dable. The Giants have been terrible on offense, terrible on defense, and can't seem to get anything going at any time. The Ravens lose to the Steelers in one of the weirdest games that I can remember looking at in recent memory. The Ravens had so many dropped passes and so many crucial moments that it came back to bite them when it really counted. Kenny Pickett, the second-year quarterback out of Pittsburgh, played all right. I think Lamar Jackson played much better. But in the end, the Steelers win 17-10 as the Ravens are not as good as everyone expected and the Steelers continue to play pretty good football for a young team. The Bengals get back on the right track, beating the Cardinals 34-20. The Cardinals are expected to be the worst team in the NFL this year, so this comes as no surprise that they lost. The Bengals at 2-3 and three are one of the biggest surprises in the NFL, as Joe Burrow, who became the highest paid player in the NFL, has had some serious struggles. However, they were able to get off on the right foot and make some turnarounds against the Cardinals. Hopefully this will get them off on the right track. The Eagles continue their dominance over the NFL as they beat the Rams 23-14. This was not as much as the Eagles were expected to put up in this game. But the Eagles are known for phenomenal clock management and running out the clock so their opponents have no chance to score. I'm assuming that's what happened in this game. The Rams fall to 2-3 and three as they were not expected to be a great team this year but were off to a hotter start than expected. Hopefully they get back on the right foot next week. The Jets took on the Broncos in Denver. Without Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson continues to play decent football. The Broncos lose 31-21 as... Sean Payton and Russell Wilson cannot seem to get off on the right page and continue their struggles. Maybe Russ has reached the end of the line. The Chiefs bested the Vikings 27-20. This was expected as the Chiefs are one of the best teams in the NFL, but the Vikings falling to 1-4 on the year is completely unexpected. The combination of Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and a pretty well-coached team have not gone well for the Vikings this year as their struggles continue. I doubt that they will be able to turn it around, it's a little too late for that now. The 49ers took on the Cowboys on Sunday night, which was expected to be a battle of the couple of the best teams in the NFC. However, it did not go out this way. The 49ers absolutely trounced the Cowboys 42-10 as Dak Prescott struggled to do anything on offense and the 49ers defense reigned supreme. Brock Purdy threw for four touchdowns as the Cowboys defense, who has been dominant all year, could not do anything right. There are a lot of questions about this Cowboys team now as they've fallen to 3-2, and two, one of their losses coming to one of the worst teams in the league being the Arizona Cardinals. It seems the Cowboys have only beat up on mediocre teams and gotten beat by a mediocre team and absolutely trounced by one of the best teams in the NFL. The Cowboys need to find their identity quick, as if this matchup comes again later in the season, it will not be a good look for them to lose 
this badly again. Jerry Jones and the Cowboys need to figure out something quick, or it could be another long year of them losing first round in the playoffs. The Packers will take on the Raiders on Monday Night Football at 8.15 on ABC. The Packers are led by young quarterback Jordan Love as they continue to look for success without Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders are 1-3 going into this game and have had some apparent struggles, especially with quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo being injured. Hopefully the Raiders can get off on the right foot and they find some success against the young Packers team. The MLB playoffs have been going on for about a week now, with the wild card round starting on October 3rd. The Minnesota Twins ended up winning the division of the AL Central, and they took on the Blue Jays, who were the sixth wildcard team. The Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays were the fourth and fifth wildcard teams. They played each other in a two-game series. The Brewers won the National League Central, which let them play the sixth seed who was the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Philadelphia Phillies and the Miami Marlins took on each other in another wild card series, with the Phillies being the fourth team in and the Marlins being the fifth team in. The Phillies won the first game of this series 4-1 to one, as the Marlins proved to not be as good of a team as they thought. The Diamondbacks stunned the Brewers and beat them 6-3 to three after going down early. In the American League in Game 1, the Rangers beat the Rays 4 to nothing, which was a shock as the Rays were one of the best teams in baseball for almost the entirety of the first half. The Twins beat the Blue Jays, which also was a shock as many people thought the Blue Jays could be a sneaky pick to make it out of the wild card round and play in the division series against one of the division winners. Somehow, all of these wild card series ended up going two games, with the Rangers besting the Rays in game two, seven to one, knocking the Rays out of the playoffs entirely. The Twins blanked the Blue Jays in game two, try saying that five times fast, two to nothing. The Diamondbacks yet again came from behind in another victory over the Brewers, this time five to two. And the Phillies dominated the Marlins, seven to one, proving that while they may have struggled a little bit during the regular season, that when the bright lights come on, the Phillies are continually one of the best teams in the postseason year in and year out. On Saturday, the division series began. The Rangers took on the Orioles as the Orioles were the division of the American League East and the Rangers were the winner of the wild card game. The second game of that day was the Twins versus the Astros, as the Astros had won the AL West and the Twins had won their matchup in the wildcard game, even though they had won the division, allowing them to move on to the next round. The Phillies took on the Braves, as the Braves were the one seed in the National League, and the Diamondbacks took on the Dodgers, as the Dodgers, Braves, Orioles, and Astros were all granted by for having the best records in their respective leagues. The Rangers beat the Orioles 3-2, to in the first game on Saturday. The Rangers proved why they are one of the best young teams in baseball as timely hitting, great pitching, and a solid bullpen prevailed over a young Orioles team that looked rather lost and confused. They didn't hit with runners in scoring position, they struggled getting runners on consistently, and the bullpen that had been so great for them all year did not do well when it counted. The Orioles needed this game to gain some momentum going into the playoffs as they had not played for a week, and yet they lost. The Astros beat the Twins 6-4 on Saturday as well. They looked very good and very polished like a team they typically are. They looked like they are in prime position to go back to the World Series like they typically do and dominate throughout the course of the playoffs. They had the veteran Justin Verlander on the mound and got timely hitting from Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, 
Jose Abreu, Chaz McCormick, and yet again, Jordan Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez is considered to be one of the best hitters in all of Major League Baseball and continues to prove why when it really matters most. The Philadelphia Phillies beat the Atlanta Braves 3-0 in Atlanta in Game 1 on Saturday. The Phillies are one of the hottest teams in baseball in the postseason every single year, but most people thought they didn't stand a chance against the juggernaut Atlanta Braves. Philadelphia pitching proved strong as the Phillies got a performance from eight different pitchers to shut out the Braves. They got some great hitting from... Bryson Stott, Bryce Harper, and catcher JT Romuto. When looking back at who wins this series, this may be one of the biggest games. Winning a game in Atlanta against the Braves could prove to be the turning point in the series for the Phillies as they play incredibly well at home and are more than likely not going to lose two games in Philadelphia to let the Braves beat them. Now we can move on to the most surprising game, in my opinion, from Saturday. Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers 11-2. They scored six runs in the first inning. You heard me right. I'm not saying the Arizona Cardinals and they scored six points in the first quarter. The Diamondbacks scored six runs in the first inning, three in the second, one in the seventh, and one in the eighth to best the one-seeded Dodgers. They had some great hitting from Corbin Carroll, Christian Walker, Gabriel Moreno, Evan Longoria, Corbin Carroll again, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Evan Longoria, Alec Thomas, and Tommy Pham. The Dodgers are considered to be a team that struggles in the postseason every year despite always having an incredibly strong regular season. Maybe just maybe, people thought they would be able to beat up on a lesser opponent like the Diamondbacks in the postseason heading into the National League Championship Series. However, the Diamondbacks trounced them in Game 1, and all the momentum in the world seems to be on their side. On Sunday, there were only two games, but it was both of the games from the American League, so Rangers-Orioles and Twins and Astros. The Rangers beat the brakes off the Orioles 11-8, and while you may be saying that's only a three-run game, it was one of the worst baseball games I can remember watching the Orioles play in recent memory. The Orioles cut the lead in half very, very late and made it a game in the ninth inning. The Orioles went up two runs in the bottom of the first and the Rangers never looked back after that. They scored five runs in the second and then hit a grand slam in the third to give them a seven run lead. The Orioles the Orioles chipped away at the lead for the remainder of the game and made it a ball game late in the ninth but all of the momentum was always on the side of the Rangers. The Twins bested the Astros in the nightcap on Sunday six to two. The Twins looked phenomenal as pitcher Pablo Lopez threw a great game. The only runs by the Astros was a two-run home run late in the game, not off Lopez by, once again, Jordan Alvarez, who was having a ridiculous postseason series. The Orioles are down 2-0 to the Texas Rangers as the Astros and Twins series at this point was in a 1-1 to tie. On Monday, National League games resumed as the Braves took on the Phillies, which was one of the better games that I have ever watched. The Phillies went up early, and the Braves looked hopeless as 
Philly starting pitcher Zach Wheeler just diced through the lineup. Late in the game, the Braves gained some momentum, and in the bottom of the eighth, third baseman Austin Riley hit a two-run home run to give the Braves a 5-4 to four lead going into the top of the ninth. In the top of the ninth, the Phillies had a runner on, and the batter for the Phillies, Nick Castellanos, hit a line shot into the right center field gap. Center fielder Michael Harris made an unbelievable catch jumping up at the wall to catch the ball, and save the game. After doing this, he threw the ball back into the infield where it was cut off by third baseman Austin Riley, who threw to first to double off the runner to save the game. Yet again, the Diamondbacks bested the Dodgers 4-2 as Arizona takes a commanding two games to none lead in that series. They look poised to reach the National League Championship Series for the first time in many years and compete with either the Phillies or the Braves for the National League crown. And finally, yesterday, Tuesday, October 10th, the Rangers beat the Orioles 7-1 to to give them the win in the American League Division Series. The Orioles are the first team out of the playoffs after being swept in three straight games. It hurts my heart to say it. It was a great year for the O's, but congrats to the Rangers. They're playing the best baseball at the right time. They look poised to make a deep postseason run. The Astros beat the Twins 9-1 to as they take a 2-1 to series lead over the twins most likely it'll be the astros and the rangers in the american league championship series which looks like we'll have some playoff baseball in texas the phillies and the braves will play game three of their series as well as the astros and the twins will play game four and the dodgers and the diamondbacks will play game three Philly looks to be the favorite as they're returning home to citizens bank park the astros have a good chance of winning the series in minnesota this game, but if not, they return back to Houston with even a better chance to win it in Game 5. The Diamondbacks look poised to win the series in three straight games over the Dodgers as they return home in Game 3, giving them all the momentum they need. Alright, here's what you all have been waiting for. Chris's picks. I think I went 3-0 and last time I did this, so I'll make sure I remember that. Okay, first pick of the day. Houston Astros, Game 4 tonight minus 105 via DraftKings Sportsbook. The Astros are poised to win tonight after they've already won one game in Houston. The Minnesota Twins are not a fantastic team but the Astros are poised to take home the series tonight in my opinion and I think they have a great shot at doing it. The Astros bats have been red hot and in game three they rocked the Twins ace Sonny Gray and got him out of the game early. I see a similar situation to this happening yet again tonight. The Astros have Jose Urquidy on the mound, as the Twins have Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan is a great pitcher, but I feel as though the Astros' bats will top Joe Ryan's pitching. This next one I'd be a little leery of if you don't like my teams, but I think the Commanders at plus 124 on Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons is almost too good to pass up. The Falcons are not a great team, and quarterback Desmond Ritter has struggled mightily this year. If Washington can get its defense to right the ship against any team, I think it'd be the Falcons. Sam Howe threw for almost 400 yards last week against the Bears, and if he even has a remotely similar performance to that, I think there's no chance the Falcons can keep up with the Commanders. My last pick of the week is going to be the Saints at minus 125 against the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are a great young team led by quarterback C.J. Stroud, but the Saints just put up 34 points against the New England Patriots with Derek Carr at the helm. They have all of the pieces that they need meshing at the right time to win some games. 
I love the value of this pick. 125 is great for how much I think they're going to be able to beat the Texans by. I have a lot of faith in this one. This might be my favorite one out of the three. All right, here are some of the beers that I have been trying recently. I'm sure you guys are at the edge of your seat waiting to hear about them. The first one is not for the faint of heart, The Truth by Flying Dog Brewing. It's not one of my favorites, but it has a nice bitter taste and a very strong ABV at 8.7. It's a nice beer if you're just sitting there, you have some food in your stomach, and you want to sip on something slowly. Now, do not rush into this one. It might put you on your butt pretty quickly. The next one is Super Juice by Farmwoods Brewery at 6.5 ABV. This was recommended to me by a friend and took me quite a while to find, but boy oh boy was I happy when I found it. It was one of the best IPAs I have enjoyed in a long time, and I recommend you all to go out and try it as well. Next was 40 Mile by Three Notch Brewery. Three Notch Brewery might want to give me a sponsorship as much as I'm going to shout out their stuff. It's 6.0 ABV and 40 IBU. So, nice little bit of a bite to it, but nothing too serious. And finally, The Minutemen by Three Notch Brewery. 7 ABV and 20 IBU. It has a lovely, 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 nice citrus taste to it. Tastes great. It's great if you're just sitting in the backyard and want to sip on something. It's great with dinner, but this is one of my absolute favorite beers. All right, well, that just about wraps us up. For everyone, thank you for listening. I'm your host, Chris Nally, and this was all about that action. Tune in next time to go over some more scores, some more picks, and more importantly, more beer.